All right, we are live. What's going on, everybody? I know it's late. It's actually 2.15 a.m., but I felt like coming on, so I'm going to come on, and I'm going to talk a little Yankee baseball. Please, if you you listen to us on iTunes, I got to say this in the beginning more. Leave us a rating and review. Tomorrow, when you wake up, I don't know... Uh, if you're still awake, if you're just pulling a fucking all-nighter like I am, um, when you wake up probably by like 8 a.m., our our shop will be back up and running. So if you go to our shop, and we're doing this exclusively through the podcast episodes now, um, and you use the promo code SUZYN, S-U-Z-Y-N, you will... Get a buy one, any t-shirt, any product we have for any t-shirt, buy one, get one for a dollar. That's a good deal. Buy one, get one for a dollar. Use promo code S-U-Z-Y-N. You can get there by clicking the link in our in our uh, profile here, myysportsluck.com. Go to the shop page. Again, it's not up. We had to do some do some reconstructing there. Okay. But tomorrow morning it'll be up. That code will be active. And we do have a new Glaber Gone shirt going. Okay. Now, to the good stuff. Oh, by the way, um, Christian and I, for episode 140 of the MIYST podcast, these are just bonus episodes I'm doing. But for episode 140, we decided to. also stream the Yankee game with it and everything was cool. Then I got an email that the stream, that the video was cut off, which I expected. And then all of a sudden it was live again. Like you can, you can view it again. So I was all happy. I went to go live on YouTube and they fucking banned us from going live right now. Like our account is suspended or whatever. So now I'm on here which I like better anyway, because we have more followers here. Um, But anyway, this will also be up on our YouTube page, the MYYST YouTube channel. So check us out there. there. Make sure you subscribe there. Um, So I want to start by recapping the Dodger series. That was honestly... One of the best series you could have ever imagined. I mean, the pitching from the Yankees. It's so relieving when you get good pitching out of this team. I came on here for the first bonus episode I did, and I told you that James Paxton, I'll say it as verbatim as I can here, was going to grow a big set of fucking bowls, and he was going to show you that he is a big game pitcher. I predicted seven and a third, four hits, two earned runs, and 10 strikeouts. And I told you to write it down. I came pretty damn close. He went six and two thirds, five hits, two earned runs, 11 strikeouts. Seeing that out of him was absolutely incredible. Then I said, here's where I was wrong. I said the Yankees would lose game two. They'd win game one. They'd lose game two. 
but I said that CC was going to get blown out. CC threw what four innings? I mean, he was even lights out. Gave up one run. That game was bullshit, as we all know, right? They that umpire called timeout. It looked like Torres was off the bag. I was, I was honestly, I was at a thirtieth uh, birthday party. And I'm I'm checking on my phone. I had awful fucking service. Sprint is the worst. I had awful service. I'm up in New York somewhere. And I see that the Yankees have a runner on or two runners on at the time and no outs or one out. And I ran to inside to the TV. I didn't care who was there, who knew me. I ran inside. I made them put the game on. And by the time they found what channel uh, Fox Sports 1 was on, all I see is the Yankees challenging a call where Gardner was out. And I didn't, I couldn't fully understand what was going on. The, the TV was muted. And I didn't realize what was happening. So I didn't see it in real time. But from what I've heard, it was absolute bullshit. Um, anyway. They lose that game, and it sucked. Maybe they should have won. I don't know. But they come out in game three, Sunday night baseball, and again, I said Domingo Herman was going to prove something to us again because he's been really good all year, and he's had his ups and downs in certain games, but for the most part, when he had to step up and prove something, he's done it, especially that game against Boston. And now you got this game on Sunday Night Baseball where he comes out, and I believe the Yankees had a quick one-nothing lead. He gives it right up. And you're thinking to yourself, Jesus Christ, here we go. Domingo Herman's going to get knocked around, and it's going to be a bloodbath. But he, I mean, he admitted he had first inning jitters, and he settled in, man. And he showed you that he could be a guy come October that you have faith in. So now we're talking about two guys who all year we don't we haven't known what we were getting out of when it came to the big game. Because Domingo Herman's young, he doesn't have a lot of experience. Paxton came here to be the one A ace on a team that whose ace has been hurt all year. And he really hadn't stepped up and done the job. But over his last five or six starts, the guy's been really good. Outside of some mistakes, he's been really good. I forget who it was against, and again, it's late. But even his last start, I mean, he gave up those first inning runs, and then he settled in. He ended up giving a couple more up later in the game, but the Yankees had a bigger lead by then. This guy's been good. And now he does what he did against against the Dodgers, and now you're thinking to yourself, damn, this guy could fucking pitch. Now you have these two guys, plus Tanaka, who I've said it a million times. The guy's got a the guy's got a fucking 1.50 ERA in the postseason. I challenge Christian and everyone who listened to the first episode, my first bonus episode. I challenge him to find any starting pitcher who has had a better five games over the last five games in the postseason than Masahiro Tanaka. 
And he said, come on, Verlander. It has to be Verlander. Verlander has to have better numbers. No. No, I'll pull him back up. Hold on. I got my little notebook here. Be like fucking Steve from Blue Schools here. Tanaka, I'll, I'll read you Verlander's last five games in the postseason. 29 and a third innings pitched. 13 earned runs. 3.99 ERA. Tanaka, 30 innings pitched. Five earned runs. 1.50 ERA. Now granted, those last five games have spanned over the last however many years. I think since 2015. But still. He's proven time and time again that he can pitch in the postseason. So you're telling me we're gonna we're gonna throw Tanaka out there, who we who you, you honestly, like I just said, you can't have faith in anyone more than him. Then we're gonna throw out Paxton, who seems to have what it takes to pitch in the spotlight. Mix in Herman there who has really proven himself, and now Sevy might come back? Sevy might be healthy? Shit, man. I'll take that all day. So for a team that it's just been this black cloud of they don't have starting pitching, yeah, I mean, their starting pitching has been suspect, but when they're good, they're good. When they're bad, they're bad. And this is something I brought up to Stack Guy Ride today. We were watching the game tonight. Just like hitting, especially for the Yankees, their pitching is contagious. Think back. And I didn't have time because I was doing all this bullshit with the settings of going live. I'm doing these live also. But go back and really think about when the Yankees starting pitching had good stretches. They come in bunches. They each of them followed the next guy. And now we're on a we're on an upswing again. Where these pitchers are are starting to just mow down hitters. I know Seattle's nothing to write home about, but they don't have a bad lineup. The Dodgers have arguably the best lineup in baseball. They shut them down. Even the game they lost, they only lost two to one. So you take all these things like Everyone says to me, right, and I agree, you can't just remove statistics, but I'm saying this for a reason. You remove Tanaka's game in London. You remove Tanaka's game against Boston after they came back home. Uh, and his, his ERA drops more than a run, or at least back you know, a few weeks ago. Now it's probably less than a run, but then you take away Paxson's first innings. You take away Herman's few starts when he was obviously hurt and didn't say anything at the time. And you have three starting pitchers who have been really good consistently throughout this season. Now, I'm not saying take away those stats and it makes their season better. What I'm trying to do is isolate their bad outings because it it's severely inflated their numbers. Paxton's, Paxton's first inning is the biggest issue to me because he's always going to have to pitch a first inning. But Tanaka's not pitching in London when he pitches in October. And we don't have to talk about Tanaka because we, we know he's our guy. You trust him in October. But you take away those starts that Herman had. Yeah, he's had a couple other bad ones 
other than the ones where he was clearly hurt. But you take those ones away, and his season looks completely different. So what I'm saying is we should have a little more faith in these guys than we do because the the statistics, the numbers this year aren't translating properly. And again, now we, we might add Seve. Who knows how he's going to come back, but if he comes back healthy, which it's sounding like he's going to, and he's that Seve that we all know and love in the first half, which he's not going to be second half Seve. He hasn't even pitched a fucking inning this year. Shit, we got some dominant pitchers now. To me, Paxton has to finish this season strong. He has to keep he has to keep going from here. He can't fall back. I'm not saying he has to be as dominant as he was the other day every single start out, but he can't go out there and have a game where he gives up five runs in the first inning, puts his team in a hole anymore. He's got to go out there strong every single time he takes the mound now. And if he can do that, this team is extremely scary going into October because now we have two guys, not not even including Severino, because again, we don't know what we're getting out of him. But we have two guys now, not even including Severino, who are pretty scary and pretty good. And I like my chances with them. CC man. I'm not saying CC's even going to be on this roster in the postseason, but I didn't think he had anything left, and he went out there and threw four strong innings. You can't expect much more out of him at this point. Four or five innings is going to be max. You just got to hope he keeps the team in the game. I don't know how many more times he's going to do that, but he did it the other day in a, in a game where the Yankees should have won. They, you know, the bats the bats were asleep. And they didn't, they didn't have it in them to come back, regardless of that last inning call, whether it was bullshit or not. Anyway, um, all-around phenomenal series against the Dodgers. I enjoyed every second of it. And again, I'm, I'm pissed I had to miss that second game, but I was able to enjoy it on the phone where I could, and I, and I caught that last inning. And you know what? It was exciting. Um, Yankees had another good game tonight against the Mariners. One thing I want to point out more than anything else, well, other than Mike Ford, because Mike Ford's just been a fucking beast. Was he on steroids? What, he started doing steroids in the last couple of weeks? Since when did this guy start hitting home runs? By the way, anyone can comment if you want, if you're watching on Twitter right now. Oh, man. Give me a little comment. Ask me some questions. Let's fucking go. It's it's 2.30 in the morning. I got some viewers here. Um, But one thing I want to talk about, other than Mike Ford being a beast lately, um, is J-Hap. And J-Hap has got a lot riding on his shoulders right now because he's really underperformed severely it hasn't been good but over his last couple times out now and I've, I noticed it tonight a lot he wasn't really locating his pitches that well but but his off-speed stuff was filthy tonight filthy he was when he when he threw that curveball when he threw that breaking ball where he wanted it 
He was unhittable. And you know what? I'll take that out of out of J-Hap every single time out. Where'd he go here? He went five innings, two hits, three earned runs. I'll take that every time out. It's seven strikeouts. That can't be right, though. He only had one walk. No, one home run. He had three walks. Way too many walks. In in five innings, you shouldn't be walking five guys, uh, three guys. <clears throat> but I'll take what he was given. I'll take that every time out. He was really good tonight. And the offense did just enough to, to give them that win. It was a big win. As you can see on the video here, in my state of the Yankees, they now once again have a nine and a half game lead in the AL East. Nine in the loss, which is all that really matters. Best record in the American League by half a game. And because they have beaten the Dodgers in this series, in the in the season series, they have the best record in baseball again. So like I said in, in, in my last bonus episode, when you can, look, getting swept in Oakland sucks. Getting swept anywhere sucks, but getting swept in Oakland sucks. Ten times worse, I'll tell you why. Because the fucking stadium is a joke. That's the first thing. You got to listen to the marching band the entire time. Like we're watching a fucking college football game. And on top of everything else, it's three hours later than we're normally used to watching a game. So you mix all that in with a sweep and you want to fucking take your television and bash it over your head and then throw it out your window. But like I said, when you can come out of that series and still have, I think it was an eight-game lead in the AL East. Still have the best record in the American League. I think it was a game at that time. And still be have the second best record in baseball with the opportunity to go into LA and, and take back that best record, which they didn't do, but after tonight, now they're tied again and, and they do hold the best record in Major League Baseball. What does that sweep really mean? doesn't mean shit every team's gonna go through some tough times and we know how the Yankees struggle in Oakland I would struggle in Oakland we'd all fucking struggle in Oakland that place is a shithole and guess what my uncle works for the Oakland A's he's one of he he runs one of their scouting departments over there so I kind of got to root for them when they're not playing the Yankees but fuck that stadium man get a new fucking stadium Christ, Billy Bean's saving all this money with all these fucking Moneyball players, right? Get a new stadium. At least. So sick of that fucking thing. And now it's, what? what's it called now? It's not even called the Oakland Coliseum anymore. It's called something stupid. Like the ringback tone fucking Coliseum. Ugh. Everything about that is just awful. Just awful. Anyway, I could go on for three hours about how badly I hate that stadium. But the Yankees come out of it and they they they're still they're still right on top. 
They're what? They're 39 games again over 500. With a win tomorrow, and I expect them to, to sweep this series. With a win tomorrow, they're back to 40. And I believe their high watermark is 41. And you're and look, I can't wait. I cannot wait for Wednesday night when the Yankees face Justice Sheffield. I can't wait. I promise you. Yeah, I'm going to try and make like a little prediction at the end of each of, of these like I did with the Paxton line. I promise you. The Yankees score seven runs against Justice Sheffield. Seven. Seven. Write it down. If he shuts them out, if he shuts them down, and they don't tee off on him, I will be shocked. Because the Yankees have the scouting report on him better than anyone else. Here's what it is. Don't swing the fucking bat. Every single hitter should be getting up there and taking a strike. Because what's the reason why the Yankees never really had faith in him? He, his command. So, if that's true, let's take some pitches. Let's make him work from behind. I'm going to try before that game Wednesday. I'm going to try and see how many first pitch strikes, what percentage of first pitch strikes he throws. I bet you it's low. And if it's high, that means he's he's throwing meatballs over the plate. So if that's the case, then they'll tee off on him. But I don't think he throws a lot of strikes. I think that's been his bugaboo since day one. Every single Yankee hitter should be going up there and taking until they get a strike. And then make them work from behind and tee off on him. I say seven runs. Five to seven. I'll stick with seven. I think it'll be between five and seven. But I'll stick to the Yankees tee off on him for seven runs. He probably doesn't even make it out of the third inning. That's my prediction. Talked to Christian last episode when we were when we were uh, wrapping up. I think we're going to try and do a midweek pod. That'll be episode 141 of the MIYST podcast. You can see on our video here, you can follow us on Twitter at MIY Sports Talk. We have about over uh, 8,000 followers there. Christian underscore MIYST. Chris Jr., that's me, underscore M-O-I-S-T, and at StatGuyRye, underscore M-O-I-S-T. He needs more followers, man. He's he's lagging behind. Christian's got almost 4,000. I got almost three. Ryan's got like 500. Um, I'm going to try and come back after the Mariners series has, has uh, closed. So I might be back before that before the next episode of the MIYST podcast. Yankees are off on Thursday. So that's when we're going to try and record. I'll be back on, uh, I'll be back hopefully after the game Wednesday because I want to just laugh about how terrible Justice Sheffield looked and how right I was about him giving up seven runs to the Yankees. Um, All right, man. Guys, girls, gals. That's it. That'll do it for uh, this bonus episode. You can catch us on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. iTunes, you uh, obviously we're on YouTube, uh, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, honestly anywhere. Tune in, radio.com. We are everywhere. Check us out. Make sure you subscribe. And if you listen on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, again, please leave a review tomorrow. 
or within a few hours from now, our shop will be back up, shop.myysportstalk.com. You can buy any of our T-shirts. Get the second one for a dollar. One dollar. If you buy one, you get one for a dollar. All right, check us out there. I'll be back on Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, I'm out.